Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, all about creating consistent cash flow, escaping the nine to five and really living life on your terms. This is the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. It's our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder and to be game changers for good. I'm Stephanie Taylor, your guide on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard the 23rd episode of the Rent to Rent Success podcast. And today is a very special episode. We have a guest with us, and we're going to be talking about the one thing that you must do, which many people aren't doing, when you take on a rent to rent property. And I think you're really going to get a lot of value out of this episode. So if you're just joining us today for the first time, do go back to episode one, because the episodes build on each other to give you a full picture of rent to rent success. And if you enjoy the podcast, please do subscribe and review. It really does mean the world to us. So Let's dive into today's episode. And today we are joined by Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Good, thank you. It's great to have you with us. Now, thank Sarah you. emailed and told me of a situation that has happened to her. And I was really keen to let you know because I think it's something that all of us should consider. And this thing is that many of us don't check. So, Sarah, I just want you to talk about what happened to you and the importance of checking land registry. Sure, Stephanie. Yes, my, my situation is, is that um, a few years ago, I lent a well-known property investor some money on a contract. And to secure that loan, I was issued what's called an RX1. Now, this is a form which was all new to me at the time. Although I had many years of experience in property, again, it doesn't. when we start on a new adventure, we always, always learn new things. So this RX1 was a registration to make restriction with land registry so that this secured my loan that I was actually giving to this gentleman. Unfortunately, the situation with the loan hasn't gone according to plan, but that's a different sector. For me, I just want to emphasise to people who are buying property or more so have bought property, the importance of making sure that land registry, which is so easy to find on a website, um, to check that you are the registered title owner of a property you've purchased. During the conveyancing process of buying a property or taking out a contract which maybe one of your rent to rent property people will be doing. It's just really important to make sure that you are actually dealing with the owner of the property. Restrictions are put on properties for a number of reasons, mainly because someone has lent against that property, which is what happened with me. It's a positive step in your property journey because things can go terribly wrong, which is what has happened to me and I'm still dealing with. So when I actually found out, I received a letter from a solicitor from someone who'd bought a property telling me that they could not register the title for their clients. What this meant was that there was a restriction on the title 
And therefore, would I sign to release that restriction? Of course, this was a shock to me because I hadn't been contacted at all. Because when restrictions on a property, if it's to be sold, then any restriction person is contacted to see that they would maybe release that restriction for myself. It would have been that the loan would have been paid off. Uh, so obviously there was no way I was going to sign or release a restriction until my loan was paid off, which it hadn't so, been. Sarah, can I can I just interject just a minute just to clarify what's happened here because people who are new to this might not have been following along. So I just want to summarise, and you can tell me at the end, Sarah, if, if this is correct. But you lent a large sum of money, I think we can say. Don't, I yes. don't know if you, you want to say ballpark how much. Quite a lot. <laughs> quite a lot, yes. Fine. It, fine. it was quite a lot of money. Yes, a lot of money. There was a couple yeah. of noughts on the end. Yeah, six figures. Yeah, so Sarah lent this six-figure sum to the well-known property investor. And then, as part of that, she was promised that an RX1 would be put on the property. This means that Sarah's interests would be registered against that property. And what that should mean is that that property can't be sold before that £100,000 is paid off. Yes, now, that's correct. Brilliant. What Sarah's then gone on to explain is that the property was sold and Sarah's money was not repaid. And then the the buyer, the new buyer's solicitor, got in touch with Sarah and asked her to discharge the the restriction. restriction. Yeah, that that would mean she would definitely kiss goodbye to her her money. And she said um, Sarah obviously refused. So that that's where we are. Just wanted to summarise the story in case people couldn't keep up with the technical terms, which obviously you've learned now. Oh, um, yes. So. From having gone through that process, Sarah, is there more to the story as well that we, that that you haven't had a chance to say yet? Yes. What I feel is that the victim here, there's two of us. There's myself who innocently lent the money, maybe some stupidity, naivety of not doing my research um, on that person. But that's a different scenario here. My goal here really is to advise anybody, if you bought a property don't assume your solicitor has correctly registered the title. I purchased, this property was sold back in March 2019. And still to date, that restriction is still sitting on that property. We trust our solicitors and they normally do a fantastic job. But they also, like all of us, can make mistakes. How this has occurred is between exchange and completion, you have the solicitor does what's called a priority search which means they have a period of 21 days between exchange and completion to protect them that if an additional restriction is placed on that property, that it covers them. Normally, a conveyancer on the day of completion when they draw down the mortgage will do what's called a same-day priority search. If they don't, that restriction lands on that property. When you buy that property, you take on that restriction. So my the buyer of the property I had the restriction on now may, unknown to her or him, have a lot of money sitting on a property that she even doesn't have the title with. Moving forward, she can't sell that property without that restriction being removed. Mm -hmm. Equally, if she comes to remortgage the property, they won't, she won't be able to because the mortgage company still may not be aware of that restriction because originally... Oh. 
the payment of the mortgage is done and dealt with by the solicitor and passed to the buyer. So if there's any a message that can be given through what's happened to me, please, please, please do go on to landregistry.com, key in your postcode, pay the £3. It's literally £3 to check that you are the registered owner of the property. If you're not, go back to your solicitor and ask them why. And if they don't give you the right answer, why? Because there's no reason why you shouldn't be on that title. Contact the SRA and ask, or an independent solicitor, and ask them to give you advice because there could be someone who's trying to cover up and hope it goes away and it won't. And we're not talking about a little bit of money here. We're talking about a serious amount of money. And if you can't remortgage and the mortgage company call that money in, it could be quite a nasty shock and I you know I hope that people would just just check just check it's worth it. it's three pound literally on land registry and it's actually quite a nice feeling when you do look on land registry when you've excitingly bought that first buy to let to see your name there it's quite nice but if it's not there please some alarm bells need to be raised Thanks for being on board today. And you know what Steph would love more than a cute dashound photo on Instagram? It's you. She'd love to hear from you about what's stopping you getting started, about what rent-to-rent wins you've had this week. Slide into her DMs. She's at Stephanie T Property on Insta. Or just click renttorentsuccess.com slash Insta. That's rent, the number two, rentsuccess.com slash insta and it'll take you straight to her profile now more than ever life is all about staying connected so let's talk yes i absolutely agree you need to make sure that you see the title as part of the process that you can check on your yourself we'll put the link to the land registry where you can check the title you were also mentioning that you were talking to a number of really big investors been invested for many years, many, many properties, and talking to you caused them to go back and check and find that in some cases they they hadn't been registered on the title. That's correct. For example, when you're first learning a property, there's so much to take in. Even myself, today I'm still learning so much from so many people, and that's why training is absolutely vital. And to link with people that have walked that journey already, because knowledge is power it's so important Mm -hmm. and buying property is not a you know we're all dealing with our life savings or hard-earned money so it Mm -hmm. can have a detrimental effect to people so Mm -hmm. I spoke to many property investors my journey and obviously I've get reached out to them to get some a lot of support only when I've talked so clearly about the importance of land registry many of them said I haven't checked myself and they've gone away. Some people might not like using the computer or they haven't got time. They're busy doing refurbs. And then they sit down quietly and they've gone through maybe quite a large portfolio and checked each and every one and come up with some surprises and realise that that maybe there was a a restriction or a, a notice on the land registry that they hadn't been made aware of at the time of purchase. And their solicitors are answerable. They have to do these checks. It might be a a right of way. And the SRA, which is the Solicitor's Regulatory Authority, are fantastic. They give free advice. And you can see that one of their number one complaints against solicitors 
is associated with property and the purchase mm. and lack of checking of restrictions associated to a property that you've now purchased it's one of and compensation is quite huge so some of them are gaining an extra fifty thousand pound on top plus 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 if the correct restrictions and uh, searches were not carried out and if solicitors do have indemnity insurance i'm not asking for everyone to start going out and start suing a solicitor that's not what my message is here it purely is to ask people just make sure what you've bought is rightly yours and you are on that title it's such good advice and one other point that i want to highlight here is that when you lent that money to the well-known investor they told you that an rx would be put on but an rx wasn't put on and months and months and months of checking and then eventually sarah tell us what how that how it got resolved to put you on Yes. Again, I I trusted this person to do this, but they didn't. So I took ownership of that. A a good friend in the property industry guided me and said, you have to get this registered. This is your security against this loan. So I downloaded the forms off off the internet, off off, um, land registry. It was so straightforward. I completed the necessary documents. I paid my £40. I sent it off. And then I received confirmation from Land Registry that the restriction had actually been logged. And I hope that there's a happy ending for me at the end of the day, but it's taught me so much. That Mm. Land Registry is our friend, is there for the public use. It is there for public awareness. If you're looking to do a rent to rent as well, you may happily sign an agreement with what you believe is the owner and every right to believe it is the owner. But for £3, I would just key in that search engine and just check because you just don't know what restrictions are there. And it's the restrictions that control the property moving forward. No, that is brilliant. It's such great advice. And I just wanted to bring it back to rent to rent. We're also taking on people's properties and in some cases investing money in them and certainly time and energy. And so you just want to make sure that you're dealing with the owner of the property or that the owner of the property knows what's going to be happening and they're not going to come back. There have been cases where people have signed a rent to rent agreement with somebody who is not the owner of the property and all sorts of hardships have come up if that's happened to you uh, do drop me a message and let me know support at renttorentsuccess.com so sarah uh, i think we've covered um, some really important messages there and i really want to thank you for coming on to share these with us today um is there anything that you feel that we've not touched upon yet that you would really like to have known Thank you, Stephanie. We've covered some lovely things today. Well, some wouldn't like to call them lovely, but some important things. I feel don't fear challenging your solicitor. When we deal with the law or legal processes, we we put our trust in people, but they're human as well. And it could just be a simple mistake. And yes, obviously, their insurance is there to cover their mistakes. Um, But don't fear challenging your solicitor or maybe believing everything that they say you can go back to them and say I've checked land registry I'm not on the title yet I bought it over a year ago can you explain why please and if you don't get the answer of why you're not the legal owner which means you can't sell it then 
go and get independent advice or go and call the RSA and ask for their advice because there are registry boards there to protect you as well. And if you put a lot of money and hard work into a property, you've got to do everything you can to protect yourself as well. So that's great advice, Sarah. And just to remind people, can you tell us again who the SRA is? Oh, sorry, the um, Solicitors Regulatory Advisory Board. Again, just Google it. So you've got the legal buzzman for solicitors, but the SRA is also there as well. So the Solicitors Regulatory Advisory Board. And they're great. You can just call them up, answer their calls, sorry, answer any questions with them and advise them what's happened to you or just say, look, my solicitor kind of hasn't done this and I, I really don't understand why. And they keep sort of telling me that everything's okay, but I don't understand why I'm still not on a title. And um, they will advise you because they act as an impartial person. So they would mm. then contact your solicitor and say that you'd raise a query, but not mm. to fear it. A, a reputable solicitors would welcome, you know, to explain why, but a title on a property is your right Absolutely. Okay, Sarah, thank you. Such a good point. Such a good thing to remember. Even many well, well established property investors with a lot of properties haven't always checked for all of their properties that they are on the title. And just for us as we're going about our rent to rent business or purchasing properties to always check before signing any documents, paying any money, who the owner of the property is that you know that you're contracting with the right person. And if it hadn't been for Sarah's foresight and remember the person who loaned her did not add her her restriction her rx1 it was only through her foresight to add herself and get the rx1 registered that she even has any claim now for that considerable sum of money so i just want to thank you sarah for joining us and sharing this with us to uh, help others to avoid these these mishaps and I really hope that everything works out for you and that you are able to recoup these losses. And I know that there are things coming up in court for you. So thank you for watching and listening. And for now, it's goodbye from Sarah and goodbye from me. Thank Bye, you, Sarah. Thank you. Uh, see you. See you all again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the links for anything mentioned in today's episode, or if voice is not enough and you want to see us on video too, you can find all the show notes and lots more at renttorentsuccess.com. That's rent number two, rentsuccess.com. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we'd super appreciate it if you would take a few minutes to review it in your podcast app. Remember, we'll be donating to our B1G1 charities too for each review you give. Until then, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.